You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Um, I was thinking about this. Uh, what? What movie curse would you guys like to have? If you had to pick a curse from a famous a curse, movie? Yeah. From, if oh, I had no, to be cursed? Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, oh, it's so hard because I want to say I want to say like vampirism. Like I want to be like, sure. okay, it would just be really nice not to have to to Grow worry. I would, and, yeah, yeah. But but I think I would personally really enjoy looking young and like you know big and dewy or you know big eyed and and dewy eyed for the rest of my life so that I could actually know a lot of things. And when people talk to me like I'm stupid, I could be like, actually, I was there. <laughs> I've been alive for 300 years. What, what, what would you like? Uh, uh, I want the I think curse from Thinner. Thinner, exactly. I was going to say the same thing. Where the old gypsy rubs his thumb on each side of your face and goes, Thinner, Thinner. And then you can eat whatever you want and you, you lose weight. Uh, you and, eat cherry I mean, pies Until you almost die. Until but you... then you have to transfer the curse into the pie and give it to somebody else. Yeah, it's not a big deal. But okay. hey, you lose a lot of weight. That's like, boom, in two weeks, you're done. Yeah. Like, just uh, before I go on vacation, I want to look good for my pictures. I want the thinner yeah. curse, and then I'll just give it to somebody else. <laughs> I actually wouldn't be opposed to getting that curse from It Follows, because at least I would be getting laid. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it's, a one and, it's a one and done, though. It's a one and done. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, you just have to keep getting it over and what over. Happens, right? what, happens, what happens if the person sleeps over, you wake up in the morning, and you fuck again? Do you just pass it back and forth to each other like a cold? Oh, yeah. The monster. See, a cold isn't what I thought of being passed back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome again to Trash in the Can, where we watch bad movies because together we might just save the world. That's a tagline to the movie Space Jam. Anyway, (laughs) uh, I am uh, Eric Samaniego, and with me as always is the um, living dead to my laughing dead. Aw, hi. To to our loving dead. Our loving dead. Right, Sulek. Right, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing great. All right, tone it down. Uh, so we have a returning guest, uh, wonderful, charming, very funny, the last time they were here, so I hope they don't let us down. Uh, (laughs) Is there somebody else here? (laughs) Is there someone standing behind me? Wouldn't that be weird if uh, during an intro, I introduced somebody that's not sitting at the table with us? Oh, that would be fun. So next time. (laughs) Next time. So. Just you wait. Writer, 
all around bon vivant, Danny Danger. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Thank you for doing the show again. Thank you yeah. for having me on. I was really nervous that we were again going to watch another movie that I was promised would be bad and it would turn out to be good like the last time. And I'm really happy to say that that did not happen this time. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like one for you and then one for us. Uh, <laughs> Too uh, many for us so far. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, but. I, I will say, this was kind of fun. It held my attention. It held my attention. Oh, yeah. This, it's nowhere near as good as Girlfriend from yes. Hell. Yeah, Girlfriend yes. from Hell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I definitely laughed. I laughed yes. a lot. <laughs> so we watched uh, The Laughing Dead. Uh, when was this released? Ni- uh, 1980. That, yes. Yes. 1980. <laughs> so as a... Uh, Listeners will know, uh, Wright has a penchant for buying movies sight unseen from Vinegar Syndrome, (laughs) and this is one of those movies. Yeah. Uh, So... 1990. Oh, wow. Wow. Jesus Christ. Bad year. That was a bad, bad year. Oh, man. (laughs) Jim Henson died. Wow. End of list. Bush was in office still. (laughs) It was not good. Uh, The fashion trends were not good. (laughs) And they're kind of... As evident in this movie. Coming back. I know. Y'all bucket hats. Let it go. I saw someone walking around on the street that had one of those, like, those giant, like, polo shirts that, like, this, like, brown, purple, and uh, it seemed like from the 90s. And it's like, that never... It's an oversized polo? Yes. Did it have the little logo of the polo player on it? Probably, yeah. I remember that was all over stuff in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. But it just, it never looked good. Maybe it just didn't look good on me, but uh, it just it, no, no, it, no, it's not. It never it's not looked good. It's oh, not no. good. No. no, it was more of a status thing, I think, in those days. Mm-hmm. Polo was considered preppy, expensive. Yeah, no wonder I didn't have that. And I was wearing the oversized black t-shirts to <laughs> mask my body. The, the the big metal balls necklaces. See, I wasn't cool as that. Did you have a oh, puka, I had puka shell. Yet. No, I never had a necklace. Also oh, I had no, it, really? Yeah. And I've had the same haircut since I was four. I have. I don't. Too. I don't. I'm not adventurous. Let's say. <laughs> I, oh, you've shaved your head at one point, though. I, a couple of times, and it does definitely change the way I look pretty dramatically. And I look very uh, <laughs> tough and a little scary. I remember being on the bus like that, and people would not sit next to me, and sure. I'd get certain looks. But the thing is, that would be diffused as soon as I opened my mouth. <laughs> I know how that hey, feels. Hey, you know about this? You know about this? Hey, buddy. <laughs> so, just uh, out of the gate. Oh, man. <laughs> did we have fun watching this? I genuinely my sides are a little sore there was a lot of uh i i have a, a very signature like cackle that i do it's like ah, ah, when yeah. something's yeah. funny and there was a lot of that happening your poor yeah. neighbors <laughs> <laughs> i i have asked my neighbors like do you hear like anything that's going on over here and they're like no they I'm have like, too much respect for themselves to admit anything <laughs> it's like you you watch the weirdest shit i uh, heard laughing screaming people getting railed there's a neil Breen <laughs> movies gonna... on constantly yeah <laughs> They probably just think you watch a lot of really weird porn because I automatically well, I do. assume that it's porn. Do you put on headphones ever when For you're watching a, an adult film? I'm an adult, okay? I don't have to put on headphones. See, I, I normally don't, but my bedroom, uh, I've had a few times where I guess I've snored so loudly, like, no. my neighbor has banged on the wall. And there's a, even a couple of times when it's been very quiet and I've gotten self-conscious about, like, I don't want them to hear me jerking off. Well, what are you doing it loudly? Well, I mean, like, I have the volume turned up because, you know, sometimes I can't hear that well. I like that bass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh. I, I, no, I, I don't. I, I mean, I've done I'm not, not 13 anymore, so. Uh, yeah, I've done a few times. And then there's somewhere it says, hey, for a better experience, put on your headphones. And it's like got the surround <laughs> sound and it's, yeah, like that I like. ASMR, that's just a lot of. Yeah, yeah, there was. I watched an ASMR porn where the girl was whispering to this guy and she's a doctor and examining him. 
Oh. Angela White. Look it up if you're out there and you oh have Google. Oh, God. And don't have a parental block on your phone. <laughs> I love her. She's a, a fucking riot. <laughs> oh, she's great. <laughs> she's so funny. Oh, yeah. She's really funny, too. And very talented. Yeah. Anyway. This could be a whole other episode where yeah, we, we just talk just about, about my porn. favorite porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> that Quick. is not trash in the can. Unless uh, you want it's, it. It's pretty can. trashy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trash in your can. <laughs> very quickly before we start on the movie. Top three female identifying performers. Mm. Mia Makova. She's pretty great. Um... Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, um, okay. So I'm gonna say Asa Akira because I, but I, mm-hmm. I actually love. I, she's like a fucking Olympic gold medalist. Like the athleticism that is involved with doing her job, and she's done a lot of like the Pornhub podcast is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love like a lot of her social stuff. Uh, so yeah, I would say Asa Akira, Jet Setting Jasmine. It's pretty I'm amazing. not familiar. Uh, yeah, her and her husband King Noir do. Um, oh, King, okay. Yes, yeah. Ah. Uh, so they have their own uh, production company that is excellent. And I'm trying to think of like another female identifying star that I just like follow. Just adding a he's, list. He's religiously. He's putting on his notepad. How do you spell that again? <laughs> I will tell you that 110% my favorite porn star that I would absolutely just like die for is Cam Damage. They are like just the hottest, most exciting, mo- like just most gothic, adorable little baby person that. Baby person. Baby person. <laughs> the baby bird. <laughs> just. I, <laughs> I love them. I love that. That's it. That's all. We really went. Yeah, we really went. Yeah, yeah, we really did it. We we did it. If you need porn recommendations, you can find me (laughs) on Twitter at Danny Danger. Comment on the end of this episode. It's like, ah, actually, that's what we should do. Just to do a porn thread. Just like, who's your favorite porn star? It'll get us attention. Oh, it'll finally get us some attention. For sure. Who doesn't want to talk? And how often do you ever get the opportunity? Like, you can go out in public and you can be like, oh, I love this movie. I love this. Blah blah blah. Academy tender. But like, how often are you able to be like, man, did you see? That fucking dickin' that, that this artist <laughs> took. To be honest, oh my god, I'm so impressed. To be honest, I do that all the time, but I have no boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> we need to hang out in public more. Yeah, we do. Is we what do. you're saying to me? Yes, yes. Speak out loud even more so. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Check out Angela White, uh, Bailey J. Anyway, well, I guess we should talk about this you movie. Gonna be oh, my yeah, wingman yeah. when we go when I go out next. Uh, <clears throat> the Laughing Dead. Yes. So, uh, Danny, do you want to kick us off? How did this start? Because I'm struggling to remember how it started. It's a little exactly. girl. <laughs> it's a little girl. It started innocently as every good horror movie does with a preacher and a little girl. Oh, no, no, no. sacrifice. Oh, no. It started with cultural insensitivity and then it moved on to weird priest things. Yeah. yeah. That's um, when you knew it was a trash in the can movie. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, so you gotta have creepy priests and yeah, cultural uh, appropriation. A, a young girl was sacrificed. Mm-hmm. Ki- she was purchased, put in the back of a Chevy, and uh, Chevy commercial driven to <laughs> a uh, sacrificial site where in, in Tucson, <laughs> where some people who are definitely not deliberately called Mayans, but absolutely intended mm. to represent Mayans, yeah. sacrifice her. Uh, for I still don't know. I'm still not enti- entirely sure what it's, the, it has to do with the blood moon. But the, the end game, yeah, the end game is confusing. 
Like it's the blood Listen, star. It's like bringing on the apocalypse or something. I, I personally do not go through the process of acquiring a child and then setting up the whole scene and sacrificing that child without having some com some real goals. Like you need a vision board. Quite yeah. And this scene was really missing a vision board for me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, spending the money and then killing the kid, waste of money. Yeah. Like yeah, you put it could, to work. You could be manifesting. Yeah, they didn't even do <laughs> it didn't even do anything. It's, it's like I just yeah. spent a thousand dollars on this kid and Jesus. <laughs> and all I got was this stupid costume. <laughs> With the brightly, and that's the other thing I really love is like their their like you know Native American headdresses yes. are the brightest, most like Crayola color. They're like uh, parrot feathers. Yeah, they're like, but not, but from a cartoon parrot. Yeah, like yeah. it's just it's so like inauthentic, and I didn't really expect it to be authentic, sure. but it's so inauthentic. Well, yeah, the, it's the guy, real, real Fruit Loops colors. It's <laughs> like it's like it's like being at uh, the whatever the incredibly offensive Mayan alternative to medieval knights. Is. Yes, <laughs> like that's what you would expect your waiter to be wearing at this oh very my offensive God. restaurant. I can see it now. Instead of the jousting, it's a sacrifice happening in yeah. the center ring. That's oh, kind of what man. this movie was. To that's be honest, that's a great business opportunity. <laughs> I'm surprised Republicans haven't done it so far. <laughs> uh, well, they're too busy sacrificing real lives. Oh, that's uh, that's too, scathing commentary. That's too real. <laughs> um, Come here for the porn and stay for the politics. <laughs> wow, put that on my gravestone. <laughs> but the 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 main guy who's sacrificing the little girl mm-hmm. is the writer and director. Right. Well, you, oh you, yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. And so you said that he had a history in animation, like Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers and some <laughs> he other was things. Writing kids shows. Right. And this is his first feature film, and he's he's from Thailand, and he well, had the bright idea to do this movie. Danny, how does uh, this person rate as an actor? Oh. <laughs> You heard it, folks. On a scale of one to cackling. Uh, <laughs> On a scale of what I mean, I, if this guy told me that, I, yeah, no, I, I just, I can't. He was not, this, stay in your lane, my guy. We were just having a conversation. What lane should he stay in? <laughs> I don't know. Chippendale Rescue Ranger. Yes. Yeah. There were, the, the. I would say that he is as strong a performer as he is a writer. Ooh, burn. Wow. <laughs> He's sitting down just like crying listening to this. Now, is he, I'm you, sorry, I'm sure you're a very nice man. I'm sure. He seems Is really, he still working? Did, did you he look? He just at, released a movie like two years ago. What movie? It's called The Maestro, and he stars in it again. Of course. Okay. Oh. Okay. Can we talk about the piano? Right. Did you fill us on the yeah. piano oh, right. situation? I was reading some trivia. So like there's at one point, like we... Once we get down in line in the movie, uh, we're introduced a lot of other characters, but he, he shows up again. Too many characters. A lot of characters. Yeah. But he's playing a piano, and it says in the trivia that he performs all of his own music because he's a you know, talented musician and no stand in whatsoever. And they're like, okay, guy. Because when and I'm going authentic Mexican mood, I want to, I want to play Chopin. Taiwanese uh, <laughs> man playing an Aztec person. Uh, and so the. the Anyway, we, we jump cut then to a priest playing basketball with a bunch of kids. Uh, yes, in full regalia. In full regalia. Yeah. And this is also a basketball movie, kids. It, yeah. It is. <laughs> and I, uh, I did Google it. So apparently Mayans did play a game that's just like basketball. Really? The yeah. hoop the hoop part of it seemed very, like, yeah. actually tracked. And, and oh, hit like a point in my whole... memory where I was like, oh, okay, this is sort of like a prototypical basketball kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but... 
I'm but, just but surprised still, that it took took it where it ended up going, which yeah. is incredible. Because uh, it's, it's, it weren't playing with like league regulation basketball that you'd see now. Yeah, it's just because Spalding has been around for hundreds of years, uh, <laughs> and so we're we're introduced to that, and then we're also introduced to a young girl who is in trouble because her dad is dying. This character is very strange because she seems like she's up in the priest's business like a lot. Like she wants right. to, it seems I don't like understand at first the she point wants of her. I don't know either. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, as as far as like who her character is and what purpose it serves, I think there has to like I don't know. Maybe there the has di- to be a reason. The di- maybe the director was like, "You're cute." <laughs> like I, I, I probably or yeah. Like I, I just don't understand. I mean, there's there's quite a few all the side characters. Nobody really knows what to do with these side characters. Yeah, like because she, she's like in a way the female lead. Yeah, but she gets like a weird romance plot line that's not really followed up on just so this like total Larry Sue with a lesbian haircut can show up. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but it's, but you're right. So she's established more or less as the female lead. Yeah. But at some point is sidelined. Yeah. And her story, even though we have, I guess, some resolution to it, doesn't seem to play any real Her whole thing part. is that her dad is dying or mm. her dad is sick. Yeah. And she's unusually nosy when it comes to the priest's personal life. And yeah. that's her role. That's it. Yeah, so she goes to talk to him after he's playing basketball, goes into his office, and she says, <laughs> you know, my father and I had a fight. I don't know how to talk to him. He said, the fuck off. And so can I stay here? So she's sleeping on his couch. The priest is looking at all these new newspaper clippings, and oh, he falls he's, asleep. Yeah, because he's also planning on going in on an archaeological dig in right. Oaxaca, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, and th- she, he's also looking at an old photo of a nun that he banged, and she got pregnant, and she had mm-hmm. to be sent away, and so she like finds the picture, and she's like, oh, okay, yeah, and. Then, to be fair, I have pictures all over my desk of nuns. Of nuns. That I <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> old black like, and white hey. photos too. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of filters just, just, that you've also I sent was, away. I was very heavily influenced by the Lama Pen story, so I just, <laughs> I just thought, you know, the, let's make it a thing. Then we're we're introduced to a variety of characters very quickly mm-hmm. to the the horniest, most uh, annoying couple. Uh, immediately we like they're you and me yeah uh, no no not them <laughs> oh not them not them not them no 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 we'll get right. them that couple's uh, not horny that couple wants to be horny but he can't find the clit yeah because uh... yeah he seems to be like raring to go and they're on he's like following her lead as far as whatever new age things he's yeah. like yeah. he just wants in they're they're going on the dig as well and they're like they're meditating and they're like they're sounding they're like super race cars new yeah new agey couple yeah. it's so fucking weird they feel very sitcom yes a lot of the yeah. characters do and they do in particular with yeah. the the umming and the meditating and the crystals the, the movie is campy it's it, but it it's trying to be i don't know that it's self aware enough to be campy. i don't know yeah yeah it's, I think this is just how it was executed, but without any winking or anything. I, I, it did feel like there was a few actors in the movie that knew what it was, and then were just like kind of leaning into it a little bit more than the others. Mm. But yeah, the the two maybe South American guys who were hired to play the like voiceless yes, Native Americans character characters who are actually on their faces the whole time are just like I can't believe. 
doing this. I can't believe I'm doing this. Like the shit I'll do for a paycheck. Like I'm glad no one will see this. And then we're also introduced to. I didn't know that we were in a movie yeah. back in 1990. But there's a guy with big curly hair who's uh-huh. uh, dressed garishly and uh, is loud and telling old jokes and just uh, the, making himself the center of attention. The gay couple that isn't yes. a gay couple because the one really loud guy really likes titties. Yes. And here we are. <laughs> and that is the most late 80s thing yeah, ever. Like, and they're not the, gay because he likes boobies. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one is sour, grumpy, yep. prissy. Very, very prissy. prissy. Has yeah. a cane, which I was kind of like, oh, which you should. I should get a cane. Yeah, don't wait. I yeah. mean, don't yeah. worry. You'll, don't, you won't have to wait. Don't wait. Don't wait. It was it was really cute to watch now. this movie with the, with the odd couple over here because this mm-hmm. couple was very much yeah. them. It's our origin story. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> And the way that they go out, too, is like, <laughs> I can only hope that was the way that we go out. Do you yeah. want to get fisted with your own mouth or with your, or with your own fist? That was in pretty intense. Uh, yeah. Uh, but- yeah, and I always knew I'd die giving head. <laughs> he was decapitated, folks. But uh, Hey. So we, let's, we can cut to the, the bus. Uh, yeah. So uh, they, we find that the uh, young lady who was kind of the leader was has snuck onto the bus. Yeah. Because she and her father had another fight. And yeah. The, the father told her, it's like, fuck off. The, the, again, the movie too, is like, it seems like at first it's like a very lo-fi, uh, just TV, like, or like a cable movie. And then it just, out of the gates, it's just like dropping F-bombs like crazy. Like, okay, this is actually like a rated R movie. And uh, so that's fun because then, I, I don't think it drops any f bombs until the kid shows up. No, she says the the the, the lead. Oh, she, she says, says that her dad. Okay, yeah. so it was so it's an old invalid man who set who drops f bombs and a nine year old kid. I would and say everybody else has good language. Heavily yes. makeuped white man in yellow face uh, told her Jesus. to go fuck off. Fuck. Uh, I really couldn't believe that. We need to get to we need to unpack that because like there's so much. There's so much racially that's happening in this movie that is like offensive, but offensive with a thick layer of what the fuck icing on top. Yeah, there's, there's I, I like think how even I'm I'm not so much horrified and offended as curious. Yeah, how yeah. did you get here? It's puzzling. It's very puzzling because <laughs> I need to know. Well, I we'll get to the dad in here a little bit because like he comes in flashbacks and you're just like, wait, what? sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but then we're now introduced by happenstance, uh, the nun and uh, the son. Well, it's right? not by happenstance. She does say that she oh, deliberately right. got on the bus. To she forced decided, them together. Yeah, she decided that while he was giving a, a an archaeological dig tour to strangers in Mexico, that was the appropriate time to introduce him to his estranged son. I love yes. it. I love it. Nailed, uh, nailed it. Now, Eric, now the kid, man. Talk about this kid. The kid. So he's a mixture of Dennis the Menace, Problem Child, and... Andrew oh, Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. That's who I was thinking <laughs> of, yeah. <laughs> the only thing he's missing is a cigarette. I, this kid has is the most foul-mouthed kid since uh, Macaulay Culkin and The Good Son. Every like, it's crazy. single sentence... He says fuck. Yes. He's usually the kid. And to me, it's so funny that this is such an unusual casting. And, per, and everyone and, in this movie is Well, unusual. yeah. Like, it's such an unusual characterization and casting. Yeah. That, because, like, normally this kid would be 
would be cast as like the bully. But like yeah. at one point through like three quarters of the way through the or through halfway through the movie, he's like, and you forgot to pack my Ritalin. And I was like, oh, my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like all of a sudden I went from thinking this child is a future date rapist to like, oh, OK. I, oh, you just had some is issues. This, is this child the most relatable cast of, <laughs> cast or cast member here? What the fuck? How did we get here? It It's like out of the gates. <laughs> he's chastising his mom. It's like, you fucking forgot the map? Jesus Christ, mom. Why are we even going on this stupid fucking tour? Archaeological dig, whatever. And she when just, he oh, calls oh. her out for being a slut. Yeah, that she's what, banged engineers and investment bankers. And, oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, but like, priests are where I draw the line. Yeah. That is a fantastic <laughs> line. See, that's the thing. Is like I can't tell every now and then that the, the writer-director, he writes something so funny He's like, you must have sort of known what you were doing. I mean, he knows comedy. He wrote for Chippendale Rescue Rangers. (laughs) I do. That's what's so funny. And that's also what's funny about his performance is there are these moments where you're like, do you know what you're doing? Or did you just stumble ass backwards into comedy gold? Yeah, because it is comedic. And his performance in particular feels comedic even though that's it the, shouldn't be that's the, yeah that's the thing like there's a point when he's like sacrificing a hundred kids is like oh i can't wait to retire so i can be an investment banker <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean like that's a joke and i feel like that's we have joke. to point out that like this this director is an asian man who is stepping into play the mayan Aztec, like south american azuk zeal or something like no, that it's zuk sack Zuzak. He is stepping Uzak. in to play a South American indigenous person's mm-hmm. god. Yes. Well, it's better than a uh, white guy playing mm, Yellowface, so I, I guess. Uh, is it? It doesn't have to is be a competition. <laughs> he was making one. He was making it would be. But that's what blows my mind is that, like, you know, you don't, like, you are literally an Asian man and you don't know one single mm-hmm. older Asian actor who can step in and play this girl's father. Yeah. Not one? Yeah. Or even no. just do it yourself. Like, oh, he had to play the nurse. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. He is dressed as a nurse in her flashback oh my fantasy God. dream, whatever. It's amazing. Nightmare. So we... Uh, so now they're, they're headed to town. They pull up into this little village. Well, not... Before oh, the village. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's a, there is a, there are a lot of visions at some point, like on the bus. Everyone's though. having nightmares in a similar location. This like paper mache cave. Yes. With a lot of fog a machine. Literally and a paper mache yes. cave. Yes. Not... Like a paper mache cave. It is just a paper mache cave. You can see. We see proof. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So um, the the mom uh, or the nun has a vision as well where she's giving birth. And then uh, Ivan the Terrible, the kid, uh, bursts out. Of her belly, which was that was a fun like first piece of gore that we got to see. Yeah, the movie gets very splattery at points. It does. It's kind of lovely, and I also, um, as someone who uh, loves children but doesn't physically want to give birth, I really related to this scene. I was like, "This is an alien. That's why." Yeah. No, no thank you. He's, he had like some thing inside teeth. just stealing your food. Not for me. Thank That's you. my food. Dinner. 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 Would you want dinner? Dinner. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Are we allowed to do that voice? No. <laughs> but he neither is he, because that's Michael Constantine there you from go. Uh, Room 222, and yep. he's in um, Big, Fat Greek Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yes, we're all fired. You're all yeah. fired for insensitivity. I'll be running this podcast by myself the, the old from man. a 100% empathetic and, and sensitive No more impressions. People don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> so let's talk about this man's feelings. <laughs> so the they, men's feelings. Fuck this. <laughs> they I don't care about men's feelings. Men don't even have feelings. Not really. I have so many feelings. I have all <laughs> the feelings. Oh, honey, so, you are so much more than a man. <laughs> he's so That's temperamental. That's so nice. <laughs> I'm really also know. a Muppet. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah. So, a man or a Muppet. <laughs> um, so then they hit a kid uh, in the bus. Now, the kid is laying in the street, though. It, yeah, it's, it's not like a live kid. They run yeah. over a corpse. Yeah, and it's the kid from the very beginning. Yes. yeah, yes. A little girl wrapped up in a white sheet and a rope. And then the two henchmen guys are up the road with farts all over around them. And then, like, they... Do you have like, white farts? Because it's white smoke. They, and, like, what are they even doing that far away from the body? Were they just sitting there waiting for somebody to they, drive up waiting, and hit it? Because remember, <laughs> the thing is, like, that's Man, when... this will be cool. Let's see. Because they thought that was, Gotta like... Gotta stay the, far away so they don't get blood on you. Dude, 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 get your camera out. Get your camera out. Well, oh, shit. But, this is going on Rotten.com. But they're sitting there, and then they do that song in front of the crowd, even though they just all, like, oh, we just hit that corpse because yeah, everybody gets off the bus and then goes to talk to uh what they think are maybe guides for their tour yeah they or thought this was a part of the show right like oh you hit a little kid when you get into town it's, it's yeah. a part See, of the show this is one of those moments that that strikes me as like did you know you were making commentary because that is like we talked about this going into it we're like yeah. oh yeah archaeology these archaeology expeditions are just like really nice hands-on interactive ways to experience exactly, colonialism. Yeah. And, <laughs> and this, you know, this guy is sort of doing it and like facilitating this. And especially with the addition of the like really new agey couple, who's obviously like full of shit yeah. and really privileged. Cause they, like, yeah. they do the song and they're like, Oh, that was great. Here's a tip. Yeah. yeah. And, and so that is another one of those parts that really felt like they were intentionally making this commentary yeah, about, yeah the state of tourism and the way that we sort of, you know, eat up yeah. uh, other, uh, you know, multicultural experiences. Sure. Yeah. And the caucasity. It. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like sometimes satire and then sometimes a um, baffling mess. Yes. Yeah. Mostly a baffling mess. Yes. It, and it, there's it, these glimmering moments of satire where you're like, this could be brilliant. Yeah. But it yeah. feels like it's but a movie we movie. made. It's just like, it's messy and satirical. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they, so the guys disappear into a, like a fart in the wind. Just yeah. a poof gone. <laughs> and the corpse walks away too. They head over yes. to the craft services table to stick <laughs> as much food in their pockets as they can. Cause they're like oh, not man. getting paid enough for this bullshit. <laughs> when I was uh, on Friday night lights, I was on the football team in the first season and craft services was excellent. And I would always stuff myself to the gills cause I was dead ass broke. Yeah. And then I would, cause they didn't have to go containers cause we're not supposed to take it. But uh, you put in your helmet. Well, no. So some guy taught me bring a container with you, yeah. just like, but like discreetly, not a big one. Be bring cool. a couple of small ones and then just load up because the craft services people are not going to make a big deal about it. But if uh, somebody else sees you doing it, if it's... Minka Kelly sees you do it, she's yeah. like, I... <laughs> yeah, that was the first time I was ever called ugly in show business. Sorry. Well, so uh, I will hurt you. Wait, well, the Where fir- do they live? The first time. Yeah, I you know I hadn't been in show business before that. <laughs> Not real show business. Uh, Wait, this was barely show business. I felt very well, protective Jesse, of you. I Jesse Plemons tell you that you're no, ugly. So something? the director asked the PA to get some cute boys for the band that's going to be talking to Minka Kelly. Pick and, me, pick me. And so uh, I was picked, and he was going. We had to line up, and he walked down the list, no, and he goes, "No, no, and he, yes, sort of, yeah." He go like, 
Oh, he's really cute. And like in front of us, where we could hear him talking to the PA, he's really cute. We should find something for him to do. Yes, yes. And he got down to me. He's like, okay. And then just, <laughs> get, yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't even like ugly, but it's just like a couple of beers I would. Was what I got from that. <laughs> oh, honey. I know. I'm clearly over it talking about it 20 years later, you know. <laughs> I haven't even had one beer, and I think oh. you're pretty. Thank you. You're welcome. That's so good. I'll undo another button for you. <laughs> I also have a thing for Muppets, not related at all. Sure. Uh, it's just not- a coincidence that I'm also attracted to Muppets. Yep. <laughs> Uh, well, the show's going great so far. Right? <laughs> hey, You're uh, just waiting for me to stick my hand up you and start right. moving your mouth. Right, you want to go pick up some cigarettes or something? <laughs> I'd be like, just yeah. three minutes. Yeah, three text minutes. me before you get back. Do you have anything we could lay on the couch that's water resistant? <laughs> no reason. No reason. Need some plastic. Uh, <laughs> like it's a Gallagher concert. <laughs> something will be getting smashed, I'll tell you. Oh, uh, Those watermelons. <laughs> you know, if you came here to hear about the movie, that's great. And I'm I'm sorry because mostly this is just us dirty talking to each other. Yeah. And right trying to be like, okay guys, this movie. No, no, no like look, look, look. Nah, he's loving it. His nipples are rock hard. Oh no, it's great. That's why I'm just like trying to swish back and forth. Uh-oh. He's rubbing himself against the table. <laughs> What happened? No, nothing. Um, everything's so, fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> but so they finally pull up to the town, and it's a yeah, yeah. very... Uh, and see, this is the thing. So I've never been to Mexico, even though that's where my people hail from. Uh-huh. And my only impression of small Mexican villages is motion pictures, and they pull into this quaint little village that's yep. like something out of Three Amigos yep. or one of those movies. And uh, is that... Indicative of maybe a time period in which villages maybe looked like that, or is this a strictly like uh, invention of Hollywood? Do we think? Because I don't know. I mean, I've been to uh, Cozumel and like the driven in like little town Mm -hmm. area. It's similar ish. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot more you know. Like vibrant in like a real place. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're missing a, and, and like just with any movie, you're missing a lot of like street signs, like old Coca Cola sure. right, right. signs, yeah. and you know, it's. I just think it's interesting that Hollywood picked a style, and I think even now in movies you see Mexican villages looking basically like this set. Right, right. I think that like I think that you know. El Mariachi and like Robert Rodriguez's early work has really influenced what we think Mexico looks right, like. Right, totally. Right, and I and I definitely feel that way specifically with this particular movie. Like, I definitely feel like this this uh, director kind of was uh, it, sort of saw some of this kind of. I, it, I think he's scribbing like, from like other movies rather yeah, than yeah, like yeah. doing. Well, and also I, I think he found some set somewhere in Tucson that's just like, oh, right. they've filmed Three Amigos here. Let's just do it here. Right. And then it's like, it looks like a, a Mexican town. Let's I guess the same that. way, like there are so many movies where, oh, this town is the same town from this other show because yeah. it's, it's just a back just, lot. Well, and back they, keep the doing, they keep doing like basically B-roll that's supposed to take place on Dia de los Muertos uh-huh. right, I, right. Like, I, I really enjoyed going through the crowd and being like okay definitely not Mexican definitely not Mexican right. maybe Mexican mm-hmm. possibly Mexican Taiwanese like, yeah. these people George were Hamilton. not these people George. were not here to like hire authentically <laughs> yeah. sourced Mexican if, if that was indicative of the, the director and that's casting the thing himself. to me also is that like if you're gonna go with this very stereotypical sort of uh 
you know, geological idea of what this place is supposed to look like, the least you can do is hire actors who are actually from that town and that place and funnel some money into the local economy. Although, to be fair, I don't think this movie was funneling much money. Maybe like into anywhere, like laundering <laughs> money even, for the mob. I right? Mean, maybe Tucson was. I don't even think Tucson, Tucson was, was pleased at the time. I don't uh, even think Tucson was looking at the the, <laughs> the economic impact of this movie, and that's saying God <laughs> saying something. Uh, but uh, yeah, they get in town. They all arrive at the hotel, and mm. they. Um, oh, there is an old woman. Who's, yes. who's uh, sort of uh, like rubbing hands together and she looks very distressed and the owner of the hotel you shoes, know, her, sh- away. shoes her away. Yeah. Because she, she comes... Oh, so they... they Go all, away, porch woman. <laughs> yeah. they, they... they At one point, um, they're all like at lunch uh, somewhere and mm-hmm. like the priest was trying to like get to know Billy or Ivan. Uh, <laughs> oh, Ivan the Terrible. Ivan the Terrible. Yeah. And uh, he oh, he even like... It's like, oh, Stop get away. putting your hand on his shoulder. He does that weird. Man. It's so nah. weird. Even, even if you are the guy, the kid's father, he does not know you. Stop yeah. touching him. Because let's let's talk about the priest. This this actor is an interesting person. Because at first <laughs> he's so milk toast, yeah. and then he lets loose <laughs> yeah. uh, at times. And I that's why it's weird. It's he's so like, weird. He's like operating either at three. Or a hundred. He, he goes from like Alan Thick to Willem Dafoe in wow. like <laughs> in like a turn, and it's really wild. Yeah. Wow, that is great because that's exactly what he does. Yeah, totally. He does. Like, like who is he? I want to know. Like, has he been in other I, stuff? I don't. I, that's so I was looking... somebody's fucking weird uncle. Totally. Somebody's weird uncle. And it, it comes up at you know Thanksgiving or something. You know, you you bring your your new date yeah. and like, hey, hey so I was, I was in a tell movie. You about that time he was in a B horror movie, just just smile roll with and it. nod. It's fine. It's, just fine. He's just, he's it's gonna, gonna take about twenty it. minutes to get through it. <laughs> But he won't say anything weird about Trump, so it's still <laughs> it's still a good family vacation. <laughs> so he uh, he's trying to connect with the son, and then the son is just like "fuck off, skirt," and like you know. And so he, <laughs> like he's, I, I still think that kid is so aggressive because he's a closeted gay. But that's a conversation for another. Like, I mean, he could be. Uh, man, he's no. very obsessed with the skirt. I'm just saying he's like in, he, he's in some kind of closet. He, man, oh yeah, that kid is the a serial t- killer closet. Maybe <laughs> also, <laughs> it's the his... serial killer and gay closet are not exclu- mutually exclusive. <laughs> That's true. He can be a, he can contain multitudes. <laughs> okay, so this is I guess his big thing because if you go to this actor Tim Sullivan is his name. Tim Sullivan. His IMDb his picture is from this movie. He's what does he look like as an adult? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was talking about the priest. I'll look at the kid. Oh, okay. What's... Oh, the kid. This is the only movie he's done. Okay. Yeah, I looked that up and I was like, oh, because I... he looked like someone. He looks like a generic '80s. You know what he looks like? He looks like the kid from Spookies. Oh yeah. I was gonna say he looks like a kid who would be like the extra in like an early '90s sort of Power Rangers episode. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yes. I could see that. But uh, but the get him, the, Tommy. The the lady, the the porch lady, comes back and says, "That sounds it like sounds a like we shouldn't slur. be. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. She's I, a real porch lady. Oh, yeah, Jesus. don't care for that. Um, but, I am myself a porch lady, so you can use that term. Okay, I, I can right. give access oh, cool. to that term. I, I've been sweating this entire time. I know. I start saying that. Um, you but, can say it around me, but you can't say it to me. <laughs> 
can't call me a porch lady, but you can I'm support me calling lady. myself a porch lady. <laughs> it's your word, you know. Did you just call me a porch lady? <laughs> no, I can say it about me, but you can't say it about me. A lady of the porch. And he can say it about me, but you can't say it about me. <laughs> Us porch ladies stick together. Aww. But she comes back and says, we need you to do an exorcism. On my daughter. On my daughter. And yeah. and he's skeptical. See, and okay, like, if I were ever to become a priest, this is like the number one reason. I'm just rolling totally. through town, wearing it's my like, dress. It's People like, are like, come exercise my daughter. Wait, okay. It's like when you Go first... Right. It's like when you first... Like, if you insist. <laughs> it, it always feels She's like... It's gay. Like, Your daughter's gay. <laughs> but he does... Well, Holy squirt on her. You know? He... <laughs> He goes in and he meets the director who's playing piano. <laughs> he's, and he's playing the director slash death god. <laughs> he's set up like a, a Bond villain. Would yes. be where he's playing the yes. little suit. He's a little suit. Got on. a suit which we see him put on after the sacrifice at the start of the movie. He yeah. peels off his robe and then puts on a tie. Yeah, yeah. It's business time. And uh, his hair. Let's talk about his hair. He's his... got like a chili bowl, kind of? I don't know. What, what would you call that? <sighs> it doesn't make for menacing, you know, villain. No. But his whole performance doesn't. No. But he's got such a, a sweet little dopey round face and that haircut. It's like he can't be the bad guy. No. And he's just constantly like, oh, what are you doing? And See, I knew he was instantly the bad guy. I was like, this is somebody's like really sheltered kid who didn't act out enough in their teens and early 20s just being like I'm gonna be the bad guy yeah, yeah. He's butters been, he's been wanting to do this South since uh, Chippendale yeah, he's butters he's totally butters he is butters yeah. and that character he plays the bad guy uh, Dr. Professor Chaos <laughs> Professor Chaos yeah this is totally so this professor. is his Professor Chaos yeah it really is Professor Chaos oh I can't even do it I can't wait to be an investment broker uh <laughs> But so they've got the like a bunch of chains on the door where the daughter is, and he agrees to go in there, and he's uh, carrying a tray of stuff that the like, mother hands him. Soup. I don't know. I, yeah, but he does. Because he doesn't use it. No, he doesn't use it. But he they does. They do that a few times with props in this movie. They're like, "Here's this thing that seems really important that absolutely isn't, and we just need well, to put something crystals, in your hands." Right. Those crystals. Those crystals, <laughs> those crystals I, actually turn out to be pretty important. But somehow <laughs> he he diagnoses her immediately. Like, Tourette's. <laughs> Yeah, he just like takes two seconds worth of looks at her, and he's like, "Tourette's next." And she's wailing and going nuts, and uh, you know she does look like she is being possessed. And uh, but Tourette's, but just it's like yeah, I mean, definitively to say it like that is hysterical. Is she being possessed? Is she's she faking? Fu- yeah, she's, like, she's she's faking it. Because uh, yeah. he goes in there, and we get another great like little gory scene. Where, um, I love how the woman who's tending to her just like disappears. Like literally, this like, room is this. this room is supposed to be like eight foot by eight foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's this tiny stone room, and there's a woman, and they close the door really ominously behind the preacher, and this woman just like I don't know dissolves into nothingness. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't have any lines. We don't know who she is. She just never well, shows it's up. It's the porch lady. No, the porch no, lady was the, the porch mom. lady is she's the, outside. She's oh. so she's actually the grandmother. She's the right. grandmother okay, of the girl, yeah. and then the director, who it's is also the, a death god, is just the there. father. Which I oh, don't he's really the understand. Father? Yeah, he said he was the father. Oh. He's my daughter, my daughter, my daughter. I was like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then and then she gets in the room. There's a woman sitting next to her, who I presumed was supposed to be the mother, mm-hmm. but neither of those two characters, the mother or the father, acknowledge each other, and she just like dissolves into non-being. 
well, then, as soon as the scene starts. Then right. The daughter, oh, and then he starts praying, and he's like, because he's lost his faith, uh, or he's, I think so. Uh, well, it, it, there's it makes, some exorcist influence in here too, yeah, where he's like, yeah. I have to save this person because I've lost my faith. And he doesn't say that he lost his faith until that very moment. moment yeah. So, and then, so it's like, is it because contrived. he fell in love with well, someone yeah, and had a kid? He had and it's kid. because he put his pee in her V and now he can't yeah. and he got that, get the love of JC. Yeah. And he thought soaking <laughs> where he could get through it. He could soak it. Yeah. It still counts, buddy. Still counts. <laughs> Especially if you have a friend jump on the bed so it moves. That is fucking awful. You know what's funny is that I know that <laughs> you guys introduced me to the term soaking the last time I was oh, here. We introduced I you. I, oh my love God, I forgot. that you brought that full circle. I wasn't even thinking about it. I, I just love talking about soaking. He constantly brings it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like if, if I ever, like after a long walk, tell you that I'm soaking my feet, do not ask me follow-up <laughs> questions. If you don't bring up soaking, it's a bad episode. Yeah. I don't know if I love that for you or your partner more. <laughs> I got big feet, so. <laughs> then I love it for your partner. Then she. Big, thick, uncut feet. <laughs> <laughs> don't cut your feet. Uh, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's, awful. it's a Christian thing. Uh, <laughs> and so the daughter immediately becomes beautiful, and we recognize her as like, she's also a henchman of the bad guy. Um, Right, and so then, she's not really the daughter. She's no, just she's not like the daughter. she's yeah. faking it, and she takes off her blouse. So we see boobs. We see boobs, yep. and but then, then they go further. Yeah, and she rips open her rib cage, and you're like, "Goo!" And the priest is like having a freak out, and takes out her own heart, and then she bashes in his chest, takes out his heart. She swaps the swaps, heart, yeah, swaps, mm-hmm. and then he convulses, goes nuts, and then he wakes up back at. Yeah, well, uh, no, no, he he walks back. To the hotel, but we hear the uh, what the death god say. Now he has the heart of the death god. Good job, daughter. Yeah. Yes, yes, he has to congratulate. I know this is splitting hairs for this particular movie and also probably this particular podcast. Uh-huh. But I, the first shot of her chest is like her actual boobs, and of yes. course that's like the horror movie checkbox. Yeah. Um, but then the next shot is obviously like a fake. Uh, chest plate. Yeah, yeah. And whoever made this chest plate actually did a really incredible job. The practical effects on this are actually really enjoyable. Yeah. And yeah. and really put a lot into it. Um, but for some reason, like just didn't put any pink on the nipples. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, why? Like you 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 made this incredible piece. Like this actual really good piece it that looks really good. looks yeah. good and realistic. Yeah. But then when you put it side by side up with the shot of her actual chest and then the and then the fake chest, like a little blush, like someone on your set had that in their clutch, like right. a little bit of blush and a paintbrush for five seconds would have made that transition the easier. The kid in the back was like, "Those fucking tits don't look real." <laughs> and I'm the kid in the back. <laughs> he still took them if home. I have to carry around <laughs> these titties for the rest of my life. That's the least I'm gonna do is criticize all titties I see on screen from here on out. <laughs> I'm an authority figure. You you are are now official titty authority. So we'll call you if we have titty questions about a movie during oh, the show. Be great, yeah, that's a that's a new segment. Yeah, we we'll do that. Like put you on speaker so you can be part of the show. If we so have we saw these questions. titties. In that this is movie. beautiful, and I'm gonna go home and add that to my resume immediately. <laughs> titty expert, yeah. not with two T's, with two D's. Titties. Titty. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, I prefer titty. 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 Expert. Titty. Titties are great, and yeah. I yeah I did Wonderful. notice. That. And that was the other. 
thing is, I'm like, uh, the idea that, like, uh, I don't know where this came from, but, like, the idea that, like, this kid is gone. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, going down a rabbit Now I'm just thinking about the titties. So. I've been looking for a place to rest my chin. Well, great. Now I'm horny. But the priest does, though, make a plan with the kid before he comes back. He's like, hey, we're going to play basketball, which is, like, sure. And uh, but he comes back and he's like chasing down the kid at one point when he comes after he has the new heart, which totally looks good in this lens from yes. this period of time in a, in a retrospective lens. Yes. He's chasing uh, a kid. The scariest thing in the movie. But then we we then cut to Wright and Eric. Uh, yes. Uh, how's so the- I'm watching a uh, big breasted women on the television. Like, Senoritas. Yeah. Was it just like <laughs> watching porn or something? I suppose. And, and I then, was in the tub. So well, I, I will say there's a lot of. Uh, when I was growing up and I'd go visit my grandmother or one of my relatives on my dad's side of the family, yeah, yeah. like uh, Telemundo would be on it on Saturday nights. It was Sabado Grande. And it's always, it's a variety show, but it always had women with enormous breasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even the weather and stuff. Like every woman on Mexican television, at least in that era I was growing up, seemed to have just big jubblies. <laughs> and so I imagine that maybe he was just watching Sabado Grande, Telemundo. I, this, this whole relationship was really funny to me because it's very... It seems very textbook of like prissy gay prissy gay man falls in love with bisexual with with bisexual horny man. yes uh, and the two of them together of like the gay man and the wait a second like can you please wait. stop hold on being. hold on one second and like the gay man's in the bath and he's like can you please stop being bi for can just like talking ten about minutes those women's giant so tits? I can take a bath Jesus oh. God I think we just had a breakthrough. <laughs> That's really why you brought me onto the show to uh, uh, the titty expert to to talk about titties and to get out some of your deep buried uh, relationship issues. Yeah, it, well, it has been. I will bill you for the hour. That... You're welcome. Not the first time. <laughs> so I'm uh, bill, I will bill you per per relationship partner and per titty per in the room. T- per titty, boy, that's a hefty so... fee. <laughs> well, you said it was a breakthrough, so. I'm good at my job. They look like they could break through. <laughs> I have a very specific set of skills. Set, yes. <laughs> hey. Oh, boy. This is the bodiest episode we've this done in a while. This is a very body episode. <laughs> the bodies are yeah. going crazy. Body, yaddy, 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 they yaddy. bring it to the show. <laughs> so, uh, wait, then what happens? The Oh, oh Eric dies. Yeah, so... Uh, karate chops. So we don't see who comes into his room, it's but he's like, it's well, we know. It's yeah. But he's like, hey, how'd you get in here? What? What? And then he just, I didn't even see, did he have a weapon? He just like no, slaps it, his head off. No, he just he karate cho- chops him. He karate chops his head off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, it it flies out the window mm-hmm. in the, the basketball Into net. a basketball it, hoop. Yeah, it falls into the net, but it doesn't go through the net because yeah. it's too big. Yes. And I do have a big head. Which is so funny to me because I thought, I genuinely thought it would be the hair. That they would queue up to stop that from falling. Oh yeah! But the hair did not translate from from real person head no. to mannequin head. Because that, that guy's was hair was out to lunch. It was, yeah. it was good. Yeah, it was oh, good yeah. hair, thick, luxurious, gravity. Yeah, yeah. But they, so you know, bath guy. He's like, uh, "What's going on?" And he he gets uh, out of the bathtub. He walks around, and 
I guess he somehow misses that his friend is sitting there headless on the and bed. And it's, it's gushing blood. Yeah. He accidentally, yeah, he accidentally puts his hand back. Well, because he, he sees like, oh, there's a head in the basketball net. That's Isn't fucking that wild, crazy? guy. Which also, he doesn't seem shocked or horrified. He's like, huh, look at that. Yeah. Nothing about any of this scene. And even his own death, this actor, oh my God, bless him. Because this actor, like, even at his own death, does not appear shocked at yeah. what's happening. No, no. <laughs> I... So he's like, yeah, I signed a, I signed this contract. Wait, so he reaches back <laughs> and he, he touches it like, oh, oh, the stump of a head. Oh, no, he, doesn't, he doesn't even freak out. He's just oh, like, he just, oh. oh, that's right. He looks away and then we cut. Oh, because he dies like, in the like yeah. the next scene, right? Yeah, so or a like, little later. Yeah. The, then the the couple. Okay, so they're like the 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 crystal couple. Uh, they're <laughs> constantly like fighting and almost wanting to fuck and yeah. uh, and then the. There's scenes where like the priest is. Uh, I think I think if this movie were made today, we would definitely peg that as a uh, like they a would cuckold. Peg. It would it would be it would be pegged as like a sort of a cuckold situation mm-hmm. of like yeah. he's looking to her for all the cues and and really feeding off of the abuse that she gives him about how he is you know not great in bed and not yeah. a good man and can't provide. And yeah, I'm. A, it really reeks of cuckold before cuckold was a thing. Yeah, and they're the most interesting. <laughs> couple in the entire film because oh, we do totally. have some pairings going on and oh, they're the and they're only so people badly acted too oh yeah like, oh that, that, speaking of it we were introduced to the uh, Larry Sue guy uh, who comes in oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah who has oh. he just shows up lesbian yeah. haircut and a Canadian yeah. tuxedo yeah he's got the the signature like non-binary I'm bringing the mullet back but this yes. was when the mullet was actually a thing yes. so it's it's it really circles in on itself. It's very nice. <laughs> he's, he's giving Big Larry Sue lesbian energy. I, I will like say, it. over the summer, uh, I was in Brenham, Texas for a couple of days. Very small town. And there I can was... already tell you this story is not going where I think it's going. No, no. I just say there's a family. They all had mullets. Really? All of them. The father, the son, the daughter, the and the mother. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, it just, I'd never seen a whole family with the same haircut before. Do they I may or may like not a... have been in that family at some point in my life. It was just a very brief snapshot period. Do they have a little family photo all together? And there's like, oh. Probably, but uh, the dad was a big beefy studio. guy, a mustache, and his mullet was the stringiest. But uh, the son, and I haven't seen a kid with a mullet since I was a kid and man, kids had mullets. Yeah, yeah. That's That was the first time I've seen that out in the wild in real life. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it really stayed with me, and I wanted to talk to them and just ask them questions. Yeah. So, are you what? from the past <laughs> or the future? <laughs> Unironically, I bet they're really nice people. Oh, totally. I, I mean, you have to be nice when you're only allowed to socialize with your six brothers and sisters in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> And you all cut each other's hair. I'm not saying I speak from experience or anything. Maybe, no, there's no, a no, reason no. I'm so charming. <laughs> <laughs> so we then are uh, we we are introduced to that Larry Sue guy, and we then mean, yeah. then um, oh, so there now there's like some kind of scuffle in like the lobby because the 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 horny couple wants to like get the fuck out of Dodge. Because, oh, that's like, right. So bath guy. He comes out and is like, I found a crystal under my bed. Yeah. You did this, talking to uh, Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Screaming yes. at her. And Who's like, not actually Kathy Griffin, but might as well have might been. Might as well be. Kathy oh, my God. Griffin. I saw an episode of uh, Law & Order SVU with Kathy Griffin in it where she oh plays an angry lesbian. Uh, like, I remember. Oh, my God. So I have been. Oh, I know. I have been binging SVU, <laughs> and I understand <laughs> I why it's so problematic. I, too, pot, and oh. therefore have oh. watched a lot of Law and & Order. Like, and I understand this. Like, it's so much like. 
It's cop porn, and it puts a lot of wrong ideas into dumb Absolutely. people's heads out there, but I love it. Yeah, I'm all about like abolishing the prison industrial system. Our judicial system is fucked. And the I villains will are... absolutely watch oh. some Christopher Maloney. But Christopher Whoa. Maloney's some butt oh, is man. crazy. But Christopher Maloney. Mariska Hargitay? Yeah. I've, I'm now on to season 19. 19? I mean, I've jumped around a little. I am in love with Mariska Hargitay. Oh I would do God. anything to protect of her. Of course. You're, there are two sexualities. You're either asexual or in love with Mariska Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and that's the thing. is like, I love the show, even though it's sometimes very poorly written. Uh, the stories are stupid. And it makes the people that are supposed to keep the cops in check, like internal investigations and yeah, stuff, yeah. those characters, the villains. Sometimes. Yeah, they're the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like, just let... Let Christopher Maloney beat up this guy so he'll confess. <laughs> Which is like, it's making me say and think things against everything I value in the world. That's what SVU does I to you. I think I have a little bit of a different feeling when when Christopher Maloney beats people up. Well, But uh, he's not making those kind of movies, so SVU is what I get. <laughs> SVU, not S&M. <laughs> and I miss Richard Belzer, because he's retired, and I love oh. him on the show, Munch. He's the part I would want on that show. His name is Munch? Yeah. He yeah. was playing that character way back on... No, uh, yeah, on uh, NYPD Blues? No, no, no. Before it was uh, uh, Hill, Hill, Street Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues. Yeah. So he played that character from like the late 80s until a couple of years ago. That's so he crazy. has, I think he has the record for the longest portrayal of a character in a primetime show by the same actor. Oh, bless him. Well, maybe like a character ever? Yeah, well, no, because Sesame Street has actors on that show that have been uh, on for almost 50 years. Okay. R.I.P. Luis, who passed this last year. Oh, oh sorry. yeah, I saw that. Love Luis. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. He always reminded me of my dad growing up, because there weren't people that looked like my dad on TV, because my dad is Mexican and looks very Mexican, and there were no Mexicans on TV when I was a kid. So Luis was it. Yeah, there's not a lot of people on TV like look like me. I have I'm to like, say that. Well, I... we just we watch a lot of horror movies. So are you sure? <laughs> I just I feel like I'm in the right place because we just made some really off-color jokes about priests and little kids. But when it comes time to talk about a beloved cast member of of the Muppets passing away, we all take a moment to be rightly yeah yeah <laughs> to be if we don't he might hurt us That's it's the, the only belief system i have uh, is... no i think our moral compass is 100 percent pointed north <laughs> oh, Continue. Yeah. oh yeah no yeah completely lunatic humanism i.e the Muppet making philosophy. fun of yeah. catholics yes, yes absolutely yeah. uh but best watch your mouth when you talk about the muppets I swear to god i'll watch this man oh god don't do that it's awful <laughs> You couldn't see. You're but gonna he's... watch Eric's mouth move later when I stick my hand up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, on for this. You're here the, for this. Just move the oh. upper jaw. So right uh, always does this to me because he can't uh, do a real what one would call a Henson punch, where you do the lip sync to the syllables. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he knows it. It drives him crazy. I love it. It makes the blood clot move, clo move closer to my brain every time he does your, it. Is this just from a foreplay? Did I just walk in on something? Yes, this is our S I'm and here for or it. M. S and or But I'm going to need a cigarette. Now, this is the thing that everybody that uh, knows me does if they want to get under my skin. It's fine. I'm not obsessed. <laughs> So, Everything's fine. What were we talking about? What are you some dumb movie. <laughs> so they're in the lobby and they uh, they're all having an argument, and all of a sudden the priest is in there, right? As well, and he looks fucked up. He looks a little fucked up, and uh, and at one point, uh, I, uh, right, he pushes uh, the priest like this is all your fucking fault like this is all like this is happening sure. we need to get the fuck out of here and he pushes the priest and the priest starts to go f fucking ape shit and 
Goblin the, mode, as the kids say now. Goblin? <laughs> really? Yeah, okay, that's the thing so, on Twitter. So Wright's gay movie counterpart is yes. going full Velvet Rage, and the priest <laughs> but is, going, rage. is going. <laughs> but the 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 hostess of the of the hotel, she like she's right there in front of the priest, like Jesus Christ, get the fuck away from me! I love and how the, many times people say Jesus Christ, including in the front priest. of the priest, yeah, <laughs> including the priest. Yeah, oh, yeah he, he says it when his he says it when his estranged nun baby mom. Shows up and yeah. her brat kid. Oh, He's like right. Jesus Christ. Jesus I'm like, yeah, Christ. you got that right, buddy. So <laughs> he then punches through her fucking head. Yeah. It's amazing. Has a fistful of brain. Yeah. There was something else I watched with a punch through the head the other day that was really a delight. I love. We're a back punch to porn, huh? <laughs> <laughs> We're not back to porn, oddly enough. Uh, give it five minutes so, I'm a little slow to warm up today it's Sunday it's my day of rest yeah. so they no they, chafing they all start getting to scuffle yes and uh, and at one point uh, he's grabbing uh, uh, the cane guy right uh, Wright's character um, uh-huh. he grabs his arm and rips it off yeah and then he shoves the guy's arm in his throat fist first fist first yeah. down his throat and you, but not fist first by the way by, by the way you do not fingers yeah. scramble oh yeah like do not that. go fist first no no yeah. I, Actually, I think they did it the proper fisting way, which is to to, it's yes. to sort of film out. that a yeah. that sort of a shape with your fingers. Yes. And it's a closed mouth muppet. Once you're inside, yes, because yes. then it blooms out in his throat. Yes, and I've it's never so seen that. Fucking it looks gnarly. Fucking cool. His his fingers are wiggling through the front of his yeah. throat. Yeah, it's which it's is so great. funny because they're doing sort of that. Oh. oh no! I okay. lost it. Okay, yeah, the Lord, the Lord censored me. Um, <laughs> they're doing sort the the motion of the fingers is actually that weird playing with your balls hand motion. Yes, yes, which I find to be bones. extra funny. It, like, it had to have been some kind of <laughs> with thing with a little middle finger taint action. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was wonderful. Got that little... I'm really just <laughs> trying to turn Eric on at this point. Like, <laughs> he's like, mission oh. accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Can I get a knock-knock on the underside of the table? (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a gong sound. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they push around. Oh, so uh, Kathy Griffin figures out that the crystals Mm -hmm. uh, have something to do with something because she throws at one of them at his cheek, and he's like, bah! And uh, the, he what's freaks so out to me about that is that like the commentary throughout this, the social commentary is like the all this new age yeah. shit is appropriative and weird and dumb, and you guys don't know what you're talking about. Right. But then the crystals actually work, and I don't understand. Like this is how anti-vaxxers are born. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and die and die. <laughs> <laughs> die. Which okay. Well, let's let's get to the the paper mache layer uh, because. Oh. They, you were really the, obsessed with that paper mache. Well, the the priest falls through the wall, and then they figure out a way to pray to the crystals, and the wall opens up again, and they the, all the, go. The Larry in. Sue <laughs> knows <laughs> how to do it because he's yeah. like a, a he archaeology a, student. He, has he a professor shows or something up like that. to hit on the random female lead who's not a female lead. Yeah, and to have all the answers. Yes, to solving this problem. Yeah. and so Which, they what a great part. <laughs> yeah, with a mullet, with a lesbian haircut, with the that great. Oh hair. yeah, yeah, and. They get into the, the the cave and they go deeper and deeper and they see a lot of like dead body and zombies. They are punching out people with some sausage out of their guts and yeah, uh, it was that great. is a lot of fun. That like was pretty pulling fun. out intestines and whatnot. I know, I know that like if you are a a femme person and you take a martial arts class, they tell you to like go for the eyes or go for this point or the other. But mm-hmm. apparently, all you have to do is reach Boom. into the abdomen and grab the intestines, which are just sitting there. 
just right there on top. It's oh, yeah. ready to go. It, yeah. It's I um, I find um, it funny um. now thinking about it like zombie movies like oh they should have just done that the entire right? time they're like yeah. oh fuck uh, oh, why oh. does it take 47 zombies to pull out this guy's intestines and it's only one preacher who managed to get this guy's intestines out in one go right yeah. and I mean there is no such thing as a fair fight so always go for the intestines always yeah. go for the my intestines. dad did tell me that when I was a kid that if yeah. you ever get in a fight there's no such thing as a fair fight go for the eyes or the throat or the crotch don't worry about if it's a proper fight or whatever. Just like do anything to yeah. defend Don't yourself. Do fisticuffs. Go for the eyes and go for a headbutt because if you are expecting the headbutt and they are not, it is a thing. Yeah. I, See, I've never been in a physical fight. I've never been everybody in a physical fight either. Loves me. I've never been. In, <laughs> I've never been in a physical fight. A fight. I did once turn around and slap Chip Parton in uh, biology one for grabbing my boobs from behind. And I full on- yes. From behind? Yeah, grab my boobs from Fuck behind. Fuck you, Chip. And I turned around and slapped the shit out of him, full open hand. Nice. It does, unlike punching, it does make the sound that oh, they make yeah. it does. Films. It does. Slapping does, punching does not. Um, my biology teacher turned around, took one look at him, gave him a look that said, you got what you deserved and moved on. Wow. See? Yes. Yeah. And who says public schools aren't good for kids' socialization? <laughs> yeah. That was a very valuable lesson I learned. Yeah. I wish I could remember his name, too. I would like specifically. Wait, didn't call you just say out. Chip? It's a Chip. No, 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 no. Chip Parton is the boy, but I, oh, remember, I wish I remember oh. the teacher oh, yeah. to be like. The yeah. teacher's a hero. Yeah, that you are the hero I needed. My my 15-year-old self needed that hero at yeah that time. yeah also it was somebody named chip there was a yeah. real person named chip oh yeah yeah he fucked around and he found out twice <laughs> yeah actually we hooked up later uh <laughs> after wow in in in, in uh, my early 20s and uh fucked around and find out found out twice so. now did he get slapped again or what happened nobody should be actually he ended up being my sister's boss later and he was really terrible oh. to me in that time okay uh and then a few years later my sister was like hey so you know my sister and he was like oh fuck i fucked up and she's like oh yeah you did and he was her boss, and it was it was a really it was a really funny situation. Wow. But yeah, fuck you, Chip Parton, and I would slap you in the face one more time if I got the opportunity. Because even though you've probably hopefully matured as a person, I still want to kind of slap you yeah, in the face. We just we just slap. lost a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Official podcast stance. <laughs> no chips. I'm gonna Parton. send this to my sister and be like, "Hey, Loki, you should just text." <laughs> We're now turning an army of. Total virgin nerds against you. Uh, <laughs> see, I don't know if our audience—I don't know if this audience is all virgins because I—I I have the feeling that it's—it's it's either it's either sides of the binary. It's either virgins or people who are into some really kinky shit because I don't know—they tried all the other stuff and it just doesn't have that pizzazz anymore. It doesn't, and until they find the <laughs> lament configuration. <laughs> They're looking oh, for something they, else. They listen to all these other podcasts that are just a bunch of jokers. We'll, uh, yeah, listen to Trash in the Can. We'll so, show you such sights. So And Jesus wept. And Jesus wept. <laughs> Which I didn't realize yes. is a colloquialism that is meant to be sarcastic. Yeah. See, I, I growing up didn't know that. I just thought it was a very dramatic... 
No. Like, and he was very into it. But like the way people say it is sarcastic. Yeah. Like, uh, and Jesus wept. And that's why he said that. Yeah. No. So that makes, I learned that because in the last year. it was worse than what Jesus was experiencing and, and Jesus wept. Yeah. 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 And you I didn't know that? No, no. I just I that's thought why it was that, that really line cool. Is so line. badass. I know. I just thought it was really cool. And, and now also, it's cooler. you know, because he's like also smiling that he had See? like a huge boner during yeah. that. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe I've watched too much horror, but I just assumed that was yeah, that was just sort of code for coming. I mean, because he was hung. Oh well. Oh, uh, hung um, like this. <laughs> hey, it's a visual <laughs> joke, but uh, you all have heard it and know it. I assume. Yeah, on episode two. Episode uh, two. Trash with guy. Uh, anyway, I uh, hope you're all... Uh, it's your weird gay uncle trying to be edging. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. Your weird gay uncle edging. <laughs> which that's is a, a whole series. There is a, a, now a genre or a company that makes gay porn that's called Say Uncle. Wait. Wait. I believe that. Ed- yeah. Edging something. I wanted to talk about that real quick. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Have you been edging waiting. this whole show? Wait. Shh, shh, he's been waiting wait. for the, like four I, months no, since I ju- last I just, time I was on the podcast. So he's been edging. I just <laughs> I just realized, I read something about this yesterday. Travis Parker. Barker? Barker. Travis Barker. Oh, from Blink-182? Yes. Travis Barker, and he's married to Chloe Kardashian. I don't Oh, he's married know. to a Kardashian? Yes. All I, right. I think so. Okay. Cool. They say they made up edging. They say they made okay, it up. Okay, no, they didn't. First of all, the Catholic Church probably made up edging. Yeah. Um, As evident in the There's way too much sexual repression, dead. thanks to Christianity, for those two to have even come close to making I don't, up oh, yeah. I, don't, I just read that yesterday. I thought it was the funniest thing on earth. I so. thought I invented edging I... when I was a kid, because I didn't know how to jerk off properly, so I would just, like, touch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did you think you made up or invented when you were First a kid? First of all, if edging? anybody's going to come for th- for. Th- for that, uh, what's the word? Uh, for if anyone's going to come for that patent, it's going to be the Mormons. Oh, the soaking and whatnot. Yeah, that's <laughs> ultimate. If edging. anybody is going to come for the edging patent, and it's going to be the Mormons. Come from the but edging they don't, patent. But All they, the Mormons but they, listening they to this, like, oh, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. <laughs> but they're not actually entitled to it because I think Catholicism really takes the cake on that one. Yeah. Yeah, and fucks the cake. <laughs> <laughs> and fucks the cake because what else can you fuck? Yeah, it's a kid's cake. Oh. What? No, I'm saying that the Catholic priests <laughs> yeah. are known for... Uh, let's, uh, oh, are we... Oh, I might take... Right. Uh, I don't know, but I really want to sit on a cake now. How did we get here? How did we... <laughs> I really want to eat a cake. Wait. <laughs> let's... This could be a symbiotic yeah. relationship. Right? Do you have any cake mix? Uh, well, let's bake one right now. Ooh. I got a KitchenAid. Let's do this. <laughs> do you really have a KitchenAid? You have KitchenAids? I do. I do that have a KitchenAid. so... Uh, why are you single? Why, why am I? Why are you single? Wait, you've been on the show. Because I have a, a KitchenAid. Because I have a KitchenAid. <laughs> like, wait, you've been on the show this long and are asking why? This man yeah, has if, a KitchenAid, If, if there's not 94 episodes evident of why I am single. I'm trying to get him on I mean, a I guess I'm app. single and I also have a KitchenAid, so maybe that's the, <laughs> the problem. Should we build him a Tinder profile or something later? Bumble, whatever? I don't even know what things are anymore. Because <laughs> I want him to. I, I want him to go on a date. Oh, my God. Yeah, I we're think, leaving this the in the last show, too. Time, I think the last time I was on this show, yes. the evening ended with me shouting in the way that drunk people do, not in an aggressive way, but just in a I can't control my own volume kind of way uh, about how straight women deserved right. <laughs> and they need it right. Hear that, ladies. <laughs> they do. Hear that. Yeah. Do you want to watch really shitty movies with me and make a cake? <laughs> straight women haven't suffered enough. <laughs> Jesus will weep. If you want to sit on that cake afterwards. <laughs> yep. Why is this man single? Pull up a cake. God only knows. Sit down for a while. (laughs) Let's get to basketball. (laughs) 
Oh my oh. god! So, so yeah, so they go back into the uh, the catacomb, like the rip the off Fraggle Rock. Yeah, because uh, Fraggle Rock, those that rocks is look great. To Fraggle yeah. Rock, because no, those are made out of foam and they look great. They look great. And the Somebody new Fraggle Rock a is lot great. Of time trying to make those fake rocks look it's real. It's coming back, season two of the new Fraggle Rock, and I'm I'm all on board for it. The new one was great. It's very queer and open and. <laughs> Got it's some openly OG people. queer as opposed to the original Fraggle Rock, which was just subversively queer. Which we all knew, like, Boober right was gay. underneath but, the surface. But Boober's gay in the new one, for sure. There's a whole episode Bo- about Boober. it. Boober. Dave Goals, last original Muppet performer still performing. He's been with Muppets since 1973. He's Boober again. Still. Good for him. Gonzo. I love Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl is my surrogate dad. Dave Grohl is also in the new Fraggle Rock. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so That's... Dave Goals, original Muppet guy, yes. and Dave Grohl together <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> Not the first time. No, Dave Grohl was in that Muppet movie, and then yeah, he was in the right. Muppet sitcom that they tried to do a few years ago. That's right. He's the only living person that has been in every single iteration of Jim Henson's world. <gasps> Sesame Street, the Muppet Show characters, and Fraggle Rock. Dave Grohl, really? Yeah. for oh, him. Because yeah, humans aren't on Fraggle Rock except for I'll Doc. be honest, that accolade means more to me than any bullshit that any college has ever given anybody. Yeah? Yeah, that's... Fuck the EGOT. Uh, <laughs> Dave Grohl is in all the Muppet shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a time to be alive. So, Basketball. Because we didn't know that basketball was going to come back around in this Y'all ready for this? Yeah! So, okay. now When are we cutting an album? Now, when they get in there, they get into like the main layer. Oh my God, that's the new theme song of our show. Y'all ready for shit? Yeah, so we're in now a chamber where the young boy... Uh, the cursing young boy is going to be sacrificed. Yes. Yeah. And the priest. And he's being carried by the priest. He's and, put in a toga long before he has the ability to appreciate toga and, parties. And, and Ivan is not fighting back. He's, well, Are I you saying he's asking for it? Well, that's what's so weird I'm about what like, he was wearing. There's a point where they have all the kids lined up and all the kids are just oh, yeah. sitting there watching this oh, other kid I think get they're a- under executed. a spell or something. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, but they don't, but they don't do any, but the director doesn't give them any direction of like, look like you're under a spell. Look like you're, they just have like soot on their faces yeah, or something like that. Yeah, they're just standing there watching and you can tell that these child actors are like engaged or like told to engage with what's happening in front yeah. of them. But and they're supposed to be in like a fugue state. I don't know what the fuck the, is happening so here. That that part's happening where he's kill, the the bad guy, the director is uh, cutting open a ton of hearts and he's like putting it on a platter and he's like he talking has about a like a giant platter of hearts. Yeah. And he's saying to the guys like he's like that's the famous line where he this says like, like oh, I can't wait to retire. I, I can't wait to be a, a investment banker or something like that. It's like this is crazy. There's so many hearts on that platter that he even throws one on it and, and then it, it falls off. off. Yeah. And it's not even a big deal. And that's what okay so so this is okay maybe this is just because I am a millennial in my 30s who's starting to look at a future of needing to retire and invest but like Good luck. How much of ETH how much is each of those hearts worth? Just give me a ballpark. Yeah. He wants to become an investment banker. What are these hearts actually getting Organs him are worth money. On the black market. You know what's crazy? When you start saying it's like, I wonder how much heart is actually worth. Is there a lot of demand for, ch- for children oh. hearts? Get the fuck out of here with that. No, because like, how could you put a price on a heart? Uh, That's easy. why he's single, because he's too sentimental, <laughs> ladies. All right, $50,000. Get $50, the fuck $50, out of here with your feelings. Right. Rub a little dirt on it. Yeah. <laughs> So they but, want your dick before your heart. What kind of a man feels things? But we do also see another manly thing. Where I don't know. I'm pretty white manly man, and I feel plenty. And like the fact that it's 
not even and, and what's so funny is that there's like so many moments in this movie where the practical effects are like really good like you can tell that somebody looked at this practical effect and was like oh this is gonna be fucking cool as shit oh yeah like, and i'm gonna stay up till 4 a.m making this shit work it for the, looks for like an 8 a.m shoot like the, the eyes day. weeping when they become demons yeah. later and stuff and oh then, that's and yeah, then yeah. you have this fucking generic not even oh. old white guy <sighs> in an old man, man. asian <laughs> face like suit. the, the and mask it's just like what like, do you think that, that fit like right. i feel like it's, i'm being trolled i feel like yeah. this movie it's is trolling so me from the poor actor that has to play her scene with him. How did she feel? Did she see that? Because she's think, oh, Asian. God. And she's like looking at this like, what the fuck is going on? Based on her very poor acting skills, I'm going to say that she, like everyone else involved with this movie, was really glad for a paycheck. Yeah. Oh, you're assuming they got paid. <laughs> uh, that's... Uh, Quite the assumption. The it's quite the leap. Is the director picking up your bar tab? <laughs> Does that include payment? Jesus. Hey, that's enough. That's how I used to do stand-up. For some of these people. The, uh, right, my drink is empty. <laughs> <laughs> but so we, but it, it looks like uh, the, the what I can uh, compare it to is there's a lot of these old uh, movies from the 40s yeah. where there's a, that Charlie Chan... It's yes. supposed to be this yes. famous Chinese detective, and it's always played by a white man. Even yeah. though all the supporting actors are Asian actors, yeah. they always cast an American guy. And, and if you're Christ. doing that for the villain, okay. I get it. Right, but this is just an odd but character. Like, <laughs> this is just like a random side. Like, and you literally couldn't find... Like, don't you have a cousin that wants to so, be in a movie? Like, even, even an Asian actor in old makeup. In aged yeah. makeup yeah. is just like that's not yellow face, that's just fun special effects. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, it's problematic uh, and uh, gross. Yeah, and it's, it's Peter Sellers and uh, a couple of movies. <laughs> it's just like why? Why? Anyway. So uh, we could talk we, about it all but, these years later. Yeah, but we do at least get uh the director as his little nurse uh next oh, to him. Oh, he's in a nurse outfit. <laughs> and she, facing away and then turns around. But he's not like dressed as a woman. He's just wearing a nurse outfit. But he wears a little it, hat. With a little hat. Yeah. And I that is so say, funny. speaking of in the closet, like he chose, that was a choice. I mean, the, the director, the director feels camp. He feels a little camp. Yeah. Let's say. Yeah. Mm, he's camping you say out camp. On, I say closeted. Yeah, well, let's tomato, say, tomato. Yeah, let's just say he's camping out on Liza Minnelli's front yard. <laughs> <laughs> not gay, though. Totally not gay. Not gay. gay. No, no. Um, so then we are finally in that lair after we get all through that crap. Uh, and they're about to kill the kid. And then Larry Sue says, Wait! Uh, like, <laughs> we should have a basketball tournament because that's apparently tradition. Tradition. And the, the villain says, Damn! Uh, it like, says I res- like something about like I respect your. Uh, I challenge you to basketball. He, sa- he says something yeah, like, about it, respecting his uh, knowledge to the rules or knowledge or yeah, something. Like crossing all your T's and dotting all your of I's. Course, yeah. Because the ancient Mayans, ancient Aztecs, ancient like South American Indian cultures spoke English and yeah. had eyes. The Aztecs were just like so. You know, if we're about to sacrifice this kid, it's like yeah. Which actually like, reminds me of a joke. There's a Mel Brooks playing a two thousand year old man. And he's talking about, you know, my father, he's very strict. He always told me to mind my P's and Q's. Well, I mean, not P's and Q's. Back then it was P's and C's. <laughs> I've always wanted to host some sort of, or to be on some sort of media moment where somebody could do a uh, Mel Brooks impersonation. And uh, I have to say, this 
Mel is Mel is oh, my Mel, guy. Mel is uh, Mel. Uh, he's, Mel he's Norman king. Lear, Carl Reiner. There's a handful of guys. Oh. That, I mean, reaching a hundred, and I'm when Mel goes, that's going to be. I'm going to take the day I, off. I, I don't, don't want to talk about that. Angel Lansbury ruined me. Yeah. Man, Taylor's I don't... old as time. Oh, shut the Taylor's <laughs> old as time. <laughs> yeah, but Mel, there are a handful yeah. of people. I don't Mel, want, is, I, Mel Brooks, I, I don't, know I, if I I don't think that. this is going to shock anybody who's ever heard me speak ever, but uh, <laughs> Mel Brooks shaped a lot of my identity in oh, yeah. the formative years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're very lucky to have had him for as long as we have. Oh, my Agreed. God. I, that's, like, yeah, that's Mel Brooks, the Marx Brothers, Jim Henson. Like my personality can be broken up into a handful of people, and it's not shocking. <laughs> no, not at all. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> but, I, but I think we have some some really great stuff moving on into that. Oh, in the totally. future Flight of the Concords. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. I'm not one of those people that thinks there's nothing good happening now or in the future. Oh, I, no, I no. just and, think you know. Weird Al is still. A, oh yeah, just saw him in high school age. I just, I just want to let you know, we still got at least probably forty years out of. Weird oh Al. yeah, he we, is going to live forever. That guy has been. He doesn't drink, he smoke. Doesn't, he's a vegetarian. Yep. If he doesn't live forever, there is no God. Yeah, I mean, well, Jim, Jim died at fifty. <laughs> I mean, there yeah. isn't a God. There isn't a God. But, uh, there isn't know, a God, but you know, there isn't a sky daddy anyway. Yeah. But but yes. Okay. But yeah, there are a handful of people like Angel Lansbury. When somebody like her goes, yeah, <laughs> she is a link. To a world that doesn't exist anymore, and mm-hmm. yet she's still participating in the current world. Somebody like a Betty White or someone, yeah, yeah. Or Norman Lear, who reinvented Betty White. television and is still alive. A hundred that TV special for his birthday I watched. He was on uh, CBS Sunday Morning today. Yeah. Like, there's some people when they go, it feels like they're they're speaking to us from the past and today, and then they evaporate. I feel that yeah. way retrospectively about Howard Ashman. Oh, completely. Yeah, Wait, like Howard uh, Ashman. Like, what do I? Oh, so. Uh, uh, Beauty and I... the Beast and yeah. the Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, the, yes, the yes. first person that uh, passed away of AIDS yeah. uh, that won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. His partner, uh, I just watched that the other night because I was watching Angela Lansbury clips of yep. her singing from man, Sweeney Todd and all kinds of great things she's <laughs> in. Uh, but that Oscar speech where his partner's given the entire time because, uh, oh, uh, Howard Ashman, what's the other guy's name? Oh, uh, Mankin, Alan Mankin. Yes, yeah, yeah. He says thank you, blah blah blah, and he steps aside and he lets um, Howard's partner talk for the entire time, mm. and it's yeah. beautiful because this—I mean, he was in the hospital and still. Howard pa- Ashman is the reason we have La- the Lion King, the Little mm-hmm. Mermaid, yeah. Aladdin. He was writing music for Aladdin, it, even though he he only did a little and some for Lion King and stuff, but it's all like he was in the hospital. Conducting recording sessions. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus this is now Christ. this is now a three-hour Howard Ashman tribute podcast. <laughs> that documentary, have you <laughs> seen it? Keep it. It's cutting it short. No, I haven't. Oh, it's on Disney Plus. Do you have Disney Plus? I'm using I somebody's do. account. So it's called <laughs> Howard. Are you using my account? Did I give you Maybe. my password? <laughs> it's not unlikely. They just need more Muppet content that Disney yeah. owns and is hiding away in the vault. Even though I have it, I want other people to see it. Because I have a terabyte of stuff. I have Bootleg DVDs. I've been going to the same Muppet bootleg guy since I was 16. <laughs> He's a former clown. I, honestly, that, I love that. I love that so much. It's, it's the most... Some of his clips that he has that he posts on YouTube have millions of, like, the stuff that you've found. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? We... I have and how team. do we not take advantage of that? <laughs> well, see, the thing is, they don't click on the... Like, I put a clip of the movie we made together. Yeah. And even though I had millions of views Nothing. from other stuff, nobody... I wouldn't do... I wouldn't watch it. Bastards. I'm there for the Muppets. Fucking, <laughs> fucking nerds. But yeah, the same guy. Damn he was it. a former Ringling Brothers circus clown. 
And uh, he's still doing it. KermyClown.com. He's got everything you need. Oh my but God. he's flying under the radar. So don't spread it around too much because Disney will. Uh, oh, yeah. Only oh, oh, tell your friends who are Our cool. tens of fans are just like, oh, I got to finally hook up. Okay. But to be honest, if somebody is like listening to the show long enough to stick around and be a fan, they're probably cool enough to understand those. Yeah. Probably true. Yeah. His you loophole is that. people are my friends. <laughs> you're just paying for the uh, DVD. You're not paying for the content. Wink, wink. <laughs> so, anyway, basketball. We keep oh. moving away from basketball. Yeah. So suddenly, uncoordinated people. These uh, zombie monsters. Yeah, from we Space get Jam. zombie oh basketball. God. They have uh, tube socks on uh, under their robes, which is really funny. That's fantastic. Like that's such a. It, and do you think that's a comic choice, or is this just what they're wearing? I think it was more of an error because <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to see the socks. Again, I think this. Yeah, I think this was another moment where it yeah. was like you don't realize that you're being epic. Yeah, you're being epic. The, it's it's pretty great because like I wouldn't even be surprised if they also had like you know you know Michael Jordan shoes on or Michael Jordan shoes Air Jordan Air Jordan <laughs> what the Michael fuck? Jordan shoes uh, Larry Bird shoes um, uh, 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 those bird shoes um, right is hip with it God he is that's up how much sports I know the kids. he's an athlete yeah Sports and also ball. this is lingo from like thirty years ago <laughs> yeah I know who I don't Larry think Bird is. <laughs> I don't think people wear Air Jordans anymore. They, no, they still do. Yeah. yeah, they do. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, I mean, if they do, they don't know who Michael Jordan is. Who's a sociopath. Oh, he, there's so many interesting, crazy things about okay, that guy. Okay, okay. We'll move on. We won't do it in the show. I don't know if he's a sociopath, but oh, yes, he I, he's done some he's, he's a little... Shit. I think he's there's a some, sociopath. There's some shit happen there. You do okay, not become okay. that guy. We're going to have a conversation with after this. <laughs> shit talking Michael Jordan. <laughs> Fuck you, Michael Jordan. So he cries no, no, no. again. You're a product of your environment, Michael. Oh, Jordan. that's true. You know what? And I'm sorry your dad died. Oh, why? <laughs> yeah, I mean his dad was murdered. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. I chew him. Also, you're sad your dad is dead. Yeah, gambling debts or something. Would... Oh God. Yeah. Oh no, maybe Lead that. You to believe otherwise. Oh, that was in Space Jam. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That whole side plot where Bugs yeah. Bunny. No, it's Yosemite Sam kills Michael Jordan's dad. That's the. Well, it's like part of the character. branding of like, oh, I got into basketball because my dad, you know, or baseball because my dad. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> that's a really good history to dive into. Is like the well, whole Michael Jordan history. It's it's it's. No, I'm still it's oh. some fascinating shit. So let's walk through this basketball. Okay. Game real quick. All right. Tell me about it. Now they, the zombies and the the white people, uh, get into <laughs> who a basketball are, game. Who are distinguishable at this point well, because of blue makeup. But they actually play with a basketball, like a Spalding basketball. Well, it's funny because they start off as if they're going to do it with a a head, a head. Yeah, and then it turns into. But then the head a, disappears randomly, disappear, yeah. and then it just becomes like a Spalding basketball, which the Death God. To be fair, the Death God introduces. Yes. He's not the one who's playing with the head. First yeah. of all, it's the zombies. Right, right. He's got the basketball because, of course, like what else would a Death God carry around with him for his daily swag? It's like, just in case someone challenges, like, just oh, in case fuck, someone challenges the fucking me. basketball. Just in here case Michael go. Jordan challenges me <laughs> and the Looney Tunes challenge me, I got to be ready to go. <laughs> the, they they get in a whole scuffle. They're, they're shooting through like these side hoop things i that's so, the only okay, time so, that it felt like oh that seems accurate so, so this is this is the part that is accurate and this is the part that hit a, yeah. a place in my history brain where instead of having <laughs> a hoop that is so when you talk about like the actual rim of the metal hoop mm -hmm. you're talking about a horizontal plane versus like the way that 
historically it was played, which is on a vertical plane. So right. you have a basketball hoop, but it's mounted on a vertical frame instead yeah. of a horizontal frame. If that gives you a visual, I yeah. don't know, pause, take a moment, draw it out. There Google it. Google it. Uh, <laughs> Aztecs. I've been here the whole time. So the then um, uh, they're they're starting to lose the the white people and is that what that that seems on track yeah and uh, then white men can't jump white man can't jump and yeah, oh my god I got a fucking uh, recycling already uh, <laughs> so oh man the whiskey is flowing. Um, <laughs> I'm about to. I'm actually about to do a. Uh, oh, what's the what's the? A pirouette. A pirouette. Nope. Uh, nope. What's the movie? Flash dance. I'm about to do a flash dance with oh, whiskey. Like... Ooh, it's I... local whiskey. We're cultured. <laughs> it's uh, true. So <laughs> there is a great. God, I got a detour again. Jesus Christ! I'm we sorry. Can we talk about the monsters too. You, you brought us into the same room together. You <laughs> were asking for it. I, I don't usually it. use this defense, but you were asking for it. The last time that we did the show together, I feel like yeah, we detoured a lot together. We really did. We you knew but what you were getting into. I knew what was happening when but you involved these two queer chaos goddesses. There's a great. It's a, in your recording in the the mid '80s after that movie came out and a music video. For the soundtrack to the Muppets Take Manhattan, Miss Piggy is in the chair and they do the water and she throws her head forward and the water just uh, splashes Kermit in the face and he looks at the camera and frowns. That moment just kills me. Anyway. So Larry Sue and the Death God Mm -hmm. form into... Oh my God. We get amazing creatures. Yes. I mean, this movie does not stop. This movie went kaiju real fast. Yes. But I love that we weirdly get here. Like... Seeing the trailer and for the entire duration of the movie up to this point, I never thought we were going to get big monster puppets. No, I the, it, it amp, every single moment amps up like crazy. And the transition with Larry is great because you Larry, see, like, who's Larry? I'm, well, I'm, we're Larry. Oh, Sue. Larry Sue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, have you been? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but, uh, but his transition where it's. It's he's first like, his face, and they have like... Almost like a Wolf in London. Yeah, totally, because it starts his face, and it's like these uh, pustules, but yeah. then we get a mold of his face that someone on the other side is pushing yes, something through. It's the same kind of transition, which yeah. I loved. That was pretty great. Because even at a low budget like this, I it, think it's effective. It didn't look that bad. Yeah. And then uh, the Death God, the director, his face is like bleeding and pussing. The and eyes going, pop. Yeah. Like, exp- I, that stuff looked amazing. It looked... Like, great. I guess that's where all the money went, is this one sequence. I, I mean, there was... I mean, there was a lot of great stuff. I'm just saying, like, that looked so good. It looked really good. And it, the way it, they must... Had, it looked better than it had any right to be. Yeah, like, and I couldn't figure out exactly how they had done it. I know they probably had, like, little tubes and things, but still, the fact that I couldn't see the seams. Yeah. Where some of the other effects, they look great and they were fun, but you can see the seams a little. I, I mean, it's... And I mean, like... Metaphorically, yeah, it, it seemed like that he ha- knew people to help out with like the practical effects stuff to make it as good looking as possible for the yeah, least like, amount of money. I think it's one of the funniest climaxes we've ever had in any movie we've done. Where oh my it's God. you know what, we're gonna do a basketball game and two monsters and two monsters, yeah. lizard monsters fight slapping each other. There's the the third act of this movie is a plot that is severely structured to give the practical effects guy room to do his shit. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's my favorite shit. thing about these kinds of movies that we do yeah. is even if they're not necessarily good, quote unquote, yeah. when we somebody get... on that 
yes, they gave a damn. Good. And somebody cared. <clears throat> like, I, I think that the worst thing you can do when we do these kinds of movies is it looks like somebody's phoning it in, either with special effects or a performance or whatever. It seems like everybody involved, even if they were bad, including the director, they were trying. Mostly the director. Mostly the director. <laughs> but they were all trying, and I respect Absolutely. that. And I thought yeah. that that made it more engaging. The energy mm-hmm. is there. The yes. effort is there. I Yeah. Yeah. And that's important. Yeah. And so I give them I think them that's what props. makes the difference between a movie that is bad and so bad it's good. Yes. Because this was definitely, I would categorize this under so bad, so bad it's, it's good. So bad it's good, yeah. yeah. I spent two hours watching this movie and at the end of the two hours I didn't feel like, oh fuck, I wish I could submit a receipt and get reimbursed for we, that two hours. Yeah. We do that. We don't hard. validate here, so. But, uh, yeah, like it's, 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 it's about like, yes, I spent this two hours watching this incredibly shitty movie. We don't movie, validate. That's But it funny. was so funny and I had such uh, a good uh, uh, time I'm an experience watching it yeah. that it was absolutely worth the $45.33 that they spent making it, this movie. It held my attention. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel the need to, because there are some movies that we've done that are so painful. Monsters. I, I look over, and <laughs> us and the guest, we all have our phones up, and we're watching it, but we're looking at other things because it's just like, this is not good enough. I grabbed no. my phone once, I think, in this movie, and was turned out on silent. See, there you go, and that like that I think something. that's that says something because also does. also I have ADHD, so it's impossible so that for me to <laughs> yeah right. You forgot to pack my Ridlin, mom. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like, realize Ridlin was a thing in 1990. Uh, Ridlin was absolutely a thing in 1990. Oh, Let me tell you all about it. Toads, uh, <laughs> sit down. This is this is about to get real dark. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> No, uh, no. Turn into our Patreon but for that I absolutely, story. What's, what's so funny is that, like, you know, from the get-go, I kind of related to that kid. I was like, okay, well, he's, like, calling shit as it is. He's like, nah, fuck you, He's the mom. only this person that's saying the truth the he entire time. He absolutely is. Yeah. He, he really is. Everybody else Honestly, has a secret. Honestly, he's, kind of, he's kind of an avatar for the audience through yeah. a lot of the film of being like, yeah. what the fuck, mom? Like, yeah. Yeah, that's now true. you're fucking a priest? I thought you said my dad was an astronaut. And it's like, yeah. that was a lie. He, he's an avatar for the nine-year-old version of the audience. <laughs> yeah. And as you said, it's not even a hot priest. It just looks like some guy. Dude, he is No, dumb, he is dumpy. definitely not the guy from Fleabag. No. 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 Where no. he's like telling her to get on her knees to pray. No. Yeah, there's... <laughs> <laughs> and what's so funny too is that like this guy I I I called him Alan Thick, and I think that actually hits home because he does have that's my porn name Alan Thick. yeah I'm but Alan he, but he I'm does Alan have Thicke. this vibe to him when he's keeping this very straight face yeah mm-hmm. of like family man very very tight lipped and even as and what's funny is that like it's not just the character he's portraying but even as an actor he kind of comes across that way like when you're watching the beginning of the movie you're like yeah "Yeah, this is just like a guy who's here for a paycheck who thought he was going to get on some sort of sitcom and be a family dad but instead Mm -hmm. is just (laughs) making beans doing this and then you start to watch the way his face his facial expressions evolve over the course of the movie and they are 150 percent over the top super goofy very campy and you're like oh this is like this is like He's actually really animated. Yeah. He's actually really when when he's possessed the first few times. When oh yeah, like, he goes to the the church and he's like like as an actor. Blur. I actually kind of really respect this guy and would really have liked to have seen him been able to chew on something with a little more grit 
than what yeah. he oh my was god, given. what if he did play Willem Dafoe's brother in something? His smile is so Willem Dafoe, it's wild. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because he has weird teeth. But <laughs> <laughs> I also have weird teeth, so Me I can too. Say this that. podcast supports weird teeth. Yeah. When, mm. Who raise your hand if you have dental insurance at this table? I do, but oh, I don't use it. I do, and also it's, it's too late to correct what I've got. Exactly. Without spending a lot of money. So but yeah, like the, the energy this guy brings is very much like he he is meant to be under undervalued in terms yeah. of what he's going to give the script from yeah. the get go. Yeah. And he really exceeds expectations. Yeah, completely. When you enter with the the mindset that the beginning of the film sets you up for. Yeah. I like that mm-hmm. I'm calling this a film. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, a film. it's a cinema. It's a it's flick. a film because one person really cared about what they were working on. Somewhere, Martin Scorsese is crying. And every- <laughs> Good. Can you collect those tears in a bottle for me? Oh man, I'm not asking for that. witchcraft purposes. So I mean, that's basically what happens. The movie. Uh, maybe doesn't necessarily have a full finale other than they wander It doesn't off. really have a climax the way yes. that it was just the monsters fight and then they just is, escape yeah, and that's is, it. Is and they play basketball yeah. but yeah. it's not the thing that killed me about that is like if you're going to commit to a basketball conclusion of uh-huh. the story like I need you to actually <laughs> like there was one dribble they need yeah. they, one they needed to have like one shot to go in like yes Oh wait, they did that with the kid with the crystal did that, thing. But it wasn't even—you didn't even see the shot. You didn't even see oh, the crystal just, thing just, go through the thing. That's right. Yeah, so, and, and also, like he was trying, it was really football shaped. Like yeah. I, I think they were mixing so, up their sports ball. And when I say that, you know, you're really fucking up. Yes. <laughs> because I just called it sports ball. Yes. So uh, yeah, that's no, kind of it. Ends really kind of anticlimactically. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's skip ahead to recycling. So we take elements of this movie and turn it into something hopefully better. What do we m- turn this movie into? Now, I think we would I all of, agree. Are we doing Space Jam? We're doing Space Jam, right? <laughs> it's a Space like Jam. Zomb- we're doing zombie basketball Space Jam. Jones. Oh, yeah. I don't see how could we not. Jones. Now, who's a, like a low budget? Somebody that it's not Michael Jordan. Who could they afford? <laughs> Somebody from like the... I don't the, know anything about basketball. Who was that whole white basketball team from like the 50s that... Uh, the Harlem Globetrotters uh, used to. Oh my God! Would that be humiliate. funny? If this is a new. It's like a Harlem Globetrotters on meets, Gilligan's Island, but like episode, a, a, but like is a, a, a movie, movie with a horror movie. Okay, well horror. they were. If it doesn't cross over with Scooby Doo, the, I'm not. Oh yeah, I was gonna say because they were on Scooby Doo. Wait, oh my God, <laughs> hold on, I'm getting excited. And they had their own cartoon, and they're taking a bus to Oaxaca because that's. <gasps> Okay, they're having uh, like a, a detour. They're having like a vacation or something like that as and a team. As a team, because they had a regular cartoon series that Hanna Barbera produced, and one of them had a big afro, and you'd always pull out a weapon or something needed from his afro. So this is an episode of that cartoon show. Yes, as a horror movie. Yes, and they're they're going to Oaxaca, and they get involved in this whole damn thing, and and. And it makes sense because and they basketball. play basketball at the end. Yeah, and you hear Sweet Georgia Brown playing with the whistle that they do. <laughs> I just, I, I'm really like, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind around making a legitimately good, even if just subversive, horror movie based around basketball, and I'm coming up with absolutely nothing. And as somebody who does not like sports just... at all, mm-hmm. but, but. 
appreciate sports narratives because of the, again, like narrative structure that they hold. Sure. Of redemption, of like downfall and redemption. And oh, like man. bringing a bunch of. There could be so many little things where like they just don't believe in themselves anymore because like the, like the media doesn't really talk about the Globetrotters anymore. The priest anymore. is their coach. The, the, there, the I think there was, there was room for the they don't believe in themselves narrative for the, the new age couple. There was room for, but just not underdeveloping their characters and bringing them to the whole basketball <laughs> climax. So what's the stunt casting of the coach? Um, Who's the famous person we're going to cast? I was going to say Brendan Gleeson right out of the bat, uh, right out of the gates. Uh, okay. I thought that'd be kind of fun. I mean, or, you know def- I'm going to go with William Defoe. William Defoe. I mean, I just... William Defoe. Never mind. That's too good. <laughs> Wait, who would play? No, who would play the bad guy? Should though? not ever do this movie because he would not be paid well enough. Oh, I think he would. Uh, and last, I want though. him the to bad be guy. paid well. The bad guy. I would also recommend the writer and director of Birdemic, James Wynn, as the bad well, guy. Well, I think if I would recommend literally any writer director who is not the writer director who made it. <laughs> who I'd say if we I'm are sorry, sticking to. You're very nice. Let's have a beer. <laughs> like but... the Aztec thing. Mm-hmm. We find an actor. Uh, I can't think of his name, but he was in the Red Green Show and Maverick, and uh, you know who I'm talking Alfred about. Alfred Molina? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, a Native American. Oh, oh, uh, um, actor. Uh, oh, fuck, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Oh shit. He's a Native American actor in everything from the '90s. Yes. Um, he's in he's in Dances with Wolves. Yeah. Um, he's the bad guy. Oh, that's a good idea. I like him. Um, oh god damn it! What the fuck is his name? Well, um, like it's it's amazing to imagine like how narratively, Green. Yes. narratively different this movie would be with the contribution of First Nations people. Sure, right? like oh sure. Yeah. I, I'm not necessarily opposed to the idea of telling a tale of of sort of illuminating the idea of of sacrifices and that kind of idea. Yeah, but but this is this is like a secondhand white light sort of fear tale about what South American Native American cultures do. Yeah. Right. But we Without want to go even more ridiculous and put the Harlem Globetrotters in. <laughs> Harlem Globetrotters. Okay, so, yeah. we, makes... so basically what we're saying is we need a First Nations director yes. with a See, full First Nations cast with the Harlem black, Globetrotters. Basketball team, yeah. Look, look. That I makes... said basketball. I'm <laughs> oh so sorry. So how to make... <laughs> To make this not suck. See, is... that's the thing. It makes so much sense because they are the best basketball team in the world, right? And so they come in to Trick save the world. Team. Trick basketball team. And but still. And uh and they save the fucking day from the apocalypse. And their coaches and Rita I'm not Moreno. opposed, and I'm not opposed to the apocalypse being hedged. By Globetrotters. I am not opposed I'm not to opposed basketball to saving the world. I am not opposed to Just, the, the to basketball saving the world. I am very much a 90s child, and yeah. I'm here for that story. Oh. This was just not that story. Who should play the kid, though? <laughs> Macaulay Culkin now. <laughs> and nobody comments on the fact that he's in his 40s. I love that. Uh, he just shaves. First of all, yes, because I love Macaulay Culkin now. Oh, he's great. Uh, he's, Is he still married to that old lady? I don't know, but no. if he's not, he should be married to me. Like, I would absolutely... I would absolutely be Macaulay Culkin's sugar mama, 110%. Call me... 
I will I take care of name. you. I also don't make a lot of money, so you're going to have to lower your standards. Yeah. But you're going to be an investment <laughs> banker at some point, you're saying. Yeah? If you're willing to lower your standards and live on a, <laughs> and live on a starving artist's and paycheck, I would absolutely That's be. always how I start a dating profile. <laughs> you're willing to lower your standards. At this point, I don't even think it's a sex thing. It's just like we would... I, I feel like I would be very... We would uh, live within our means. I would be very philosophically stimulated sure. by adult Macaulay Culkin. And you'd get uh, to play games where you catch him as Tim Curry. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I just get wet? Like, what no, is even happening? My ankles are soaked. It's the soaking. It's yeah. the soaking. It's the soaking. It's coming in. And sploosh. Uh, I you can't could drown a toddler it. in this. It just happened. But yeah, so uh, trash takeaway. Danny, what did you learn from watching this movie today? Well, first of all, <laughs> if if anything, don't drown a toddler in my panties. Drown a nine-year-old. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought I said something bad this is, uh, This is the our last episode. Oh, my. Um. <laughs> no, but for real, that kid <laughs> is... Uh, the the kid uh, <laughs> oh god how are you gonna i'm trying to formulate this into a come for the and stay for the dynamic uh-huh. come and uh, uh you did say nine year old come for the uh weirdly overly expressive priest character uh-huh. but stay for the weird awkward racial interactions of universal world building and just what the fuck. Yeah. 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 Right. What did you learn? I learned that <laughs> basketball was that way all, more That made so much sense. It, right. It, what? It, basketball had a way more important impact on the world <laughs> than I ever thought it did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which in a way, it like now makes me think about like, well, fucking basketball is like the OG sport. It seems like. Yeah. And like, that's like, you know, T- That's that, a generational thing. It though. should be taken seriously, evidently. Yeah. So I learned that uh, I <laughs> really need, if I need money, uh-huh. to auction off my Montezuma jersey. <laughs> Sweet Georgia Brown. I really Brown. hope that oh you, okay, God. after after <laughs> watching this movie and filming this pod, or, or recording this podcast, I think that... I agree with what you said, but only if you donate the proceeds to some First Nations people, because honestly, if you are a white person listening to this podcast, just send some money to yeah. your local, to your First Nations. Yeah. I, I heard Thirst Nation. <laughs> so uh, whatever thoughts that you know, send them Thirst, money. Thirst, Thirst Nation Nations. is a different thing, but that is also That's our the, new podcast, uh, Thirst Nation. Thirst, it's all the people no, uh, that we watch. No, Thirst Nation is my first podcast, which you will be guests on. Let's get that clear. Yes. <laughs> Thirst Nation. Let's shake that out. <laughs> we'll do We'll do like a single episode, a piece, and then we'll uh, do a double team episode. <laughs> Why can't we do a group team on the episode? I mean, all right, I'm we'll do a crossover, whatever. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, well, Mazel Tov. I hope you're all uh, finished. Um, um, yeah, this, this is a long edging episode for our, our listeners. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. please, if you're not done. Y'all invited me on here knowing 
110% who I am. Yeah, that's why yeah. we got you on here. God damn it. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost done. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, good night, everybody. And uh, we love you. And uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Two nice things. Oh, Thank you for oh, having me. Hey, well, yeah. do you want to promote anything real quick before we wrap up? I would love to promote. Uh, so if you want to find me, if you love this incredibly dirty, uh, <laughs> just. If you're a pervert. Absolutely gremlin like vibes gremlin. Uh, that I bring. The sexy gremlin, gremlin with the tits in yeah. part two. Horny, queer gremlin vibes that I bring to this podcast. Uh. You can find me at Danny Danger. Uh, I am on Twitter. You can find me on Bell Vossels. I write about geek stuff. Yep. Uh, mostly like Marvel, DC comic book stuff, but occasionally I get real kinky, which is what this podcast has served for me. Yes. yes. This is the kinky um, show you do. Thank you guys for having me on. Of, of course. course. This wonderful. is always wonderful. I'm just no. going to take this bottle. We just this always booze. We're always thrilled to have you. And <laughs> hold it quietly yes. in the warm crevice of my crotch. Yes. <laughs> and uh, if uh, you sign up for our Patreon, you'll see them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? Did I sign up for a photo shoot? No, no, we don't have a Patreon. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Oh, I my. wore my very best pajama pants. <laughs> the sure sexiest thing I've this? heard all day. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Intro song Too Easy and outro song Charlotte's Web, both provided by the wonderful White Ghost Shivers. Please follow them on all social media outlets as well as find their music wherever great music is sold.